Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called run by a guy called Carl. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I thought he was going to break down what it's all about for to turn new pe- people on to no, interesting podcasts. The opposite. Just, yeah, he it, just mercilessly rips on people. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousin roos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show where Americans actively demonstrate their superiority over their Canadian neighbors. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Kevin. Hey, how you doing, folks? Welcome back. If you'd like Thanks. to support the show, please buy our merchandise. Go to whoarethese.com. Click the link to our wehavemerch.com page. If you're on a desktop, that'll be right on the homepage. If you're on a phone, I think you have to go to our About page to find that link. You can discuss the show on our subreddit, Who Are These Podcasts. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. I have some new voicemails to play later in the show. Email the show, show at gmail. Give us your suggestions. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. We have some new comments to read through today. Before that, we'll be reviewing a podcast called This Could Get Awkward. This was a suggestion from John John. Kevin and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show with hosts Janelle and Sam, two Canadian women in their probably early to mid-20s. Right. I, I you know I'm glad that you pointed out that they're Canadian because I I definitely noticed some weird accents going on. Well, I noticed that one of their show titles spelled like favorite or not favorite, that wouldn't be a different spelling. It was it was a color or some word that they spelled differently up north than oh, we they do. put like the u in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I love how I said favorite. That's how we do it too. I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yes, these are two women from Canada who fancy themselves comedians. Keep fancying, girls. Did you pick <laughs> did you pick that up at all if there's anything funny about this show? No, I just unfortunately I could not get past the the vocal fry and yeah. all the other uh kind of crutchy things that were going on in there. So uh once again, hypocrisy strikes from Kevin, as I uh, point out all these shitty things that people do and then do them myself. But Kevin, these women are over the top. Let's get right into the vocal fry examples. I have a few that I pulled here. This is the first one. The woman is talking about, and I can't tell which one's which. I'll probably screw this up. But one of the women, I think it's, no, I think it's Janelle. I don't know. Is talking (laughs) about how she has to email kids on behalf of Santa Claus and that's part of her job. And she's talking about sending back emails to kids from Santa. Freaking email from Santa. Like, you're emailing probably. him back for sure. Yeah. But only a couple kids have. Oof. Yeah. Now, one yeah, of the I... things I want to point out I couldn't figure out what these women do for a living. They talk about their jobs in episode 37 quite a bit. John John said that one of the women 
is in radio. Hmm. Wow, that's that would be surprising. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> exactly. And I'm trying to think, what kind of job would you have where you have to email kids back on behalf of Santa Claus? I'm guessing that would be like a intern at a radio station, maybe, or an elf. The North Pole. Possibly an album, yeah. One of Santa's helpers. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think of that. It is Canada. It wouldn't be that long of a commute. That's a good point. Uh, the North Pole, like Canada is uh, the North Pole's Mexico. So, yeah, that's, that's true. Just, it's just slightly south. Yeah, Santa goes there for vacation, but only to the nice part. Yeah. Just like Mexico. Yeah. This is another example of vocal fry where the one woman wants to know what the it toy is because this woman's reading all of the notes to Santa. So, like, what's the it toy that everyone wants right now? Now, in case you're not picking up on this vocal fry, this next track is that same one I just played, but I'm extending it out a little bit so you can hear what happens after she asks that question. So, like, what's the it toy that everyone wants right now? A lot of LOL surprise. Holy (laughs) shit. Uh, uh, it's it's so bad and so pronounced. I have a couple, you know, examples of it too. If you want to play number three, for example, for example, for example, and then uh, I have a number four too. This is uh, this is a festive one because you know we're we're just after the after Christmas now for for when we're recording this. Nothing says the holidays like some vocal fry. Happy early yeah. holidays to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They talk about how, you know, that she has to write these kids back that are writing Santa. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know if I totally, because they, they dump on kids a lot, which is fine because I don't particularly care for kids either. Right. Uh, But they're like, how could kids like get on top of Santa's lap? He's a stranger. And like, you know, you're, Parents are forcing them to do that and stuff. Well, you know, that, that's fucking the way it is. You know, I, I think the... I have that clip. Okay. All right. This is them talking about getting on Santa's lap. They have a real problem with it. And yeah. there are 13 likes in this conversation. 13. Count them at home. And their parents are like making them do it. And like I saw so many kids like freak out about it. And their parents like force them onto his lap and like are like, stay there, stay there, stay there. Like as their kids are like screaming. And I'm like, why? Like, why? Those are those are good instincts for your kid to have to like not want to like sit on a strange man's lap. Yeah. So like it's it's all so weird to me. It's very difficult to listen to the show. The vocal yeah. fry and the likes are over the top. I want to get more into the, this crutch with the word like, but before I do that, the last thing on vocal fry that I want to point out, this uh, woman is talking about how something took two hours. Two hours. This is from episode 37 that you didn't listen to. Yeah, this vocal fry sounds crazy when it's isolated like that. But when I actually put this in context of the rest of the sentence, it's even more pronounced. It sounded bad just there, but it almost sounds different to your ears when you hear it with regular speech. Listen to this. They weren't able to get a truck up and running for two hours. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) The vocal fry is Uh. over the fucking top. Uh, computer error, <laughs> computer error. Uh, 
There's yeah, there was like uh, 17 <laughs> syllables in the word hours. <laughs> well, Canadians a little different. They also say Zen instead of Z. Or Zed, that's Zed. <laughs> the fuck am I they don't about? say Zed in Canada. Sure they do. Zed. Oh, shit. Uh, this oh. is... I, I picked up on the, the fact that they say like a lot. And so I decided to give myself a task. I was going to clip every single like from episode 38. Oof. Kevin, this is my longest like compilation ever. Buckle in. There are, I think, a couple hundred likes in this compilation this is insane it almost gets your opus this is my opus it almost gets sing sing songy at some point and i just hope i hope that we're doing something for the host janelle and sam they check themselves not even on their podcast no one's listening to it it doesn't matter but in your regular fucking life when you're having communication with people check yourself and listen to the words you're saying you sound like a fucking idiot like 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 for sure like 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 that's one episode now that was a lot of likes kevin so if you don't know what we're talking about you've never heard this show you're thinking this show must be three hours long that they would say like hundreds of times this show is 25 minutes that's how many likes there were in a 25 minute long episode of this could get awkward <laughs> these women uh, and i was just picturing as i was listening back to that compilation i was thinking there's probably people who listen to our show at 1.5x or 2x speed that's got to sound insane that's got to sound like a machine gun <laughs> so i'm going to crank it up a little bit more this is that exact same light compilation at 4x so if anyone's already listened to this at sped up speed this should be interesting <laughs> It's like if you ask that that would be if you asked a computer to look something up for you. Yeah. Hey computer, could you please uh search exactly what the two girls from this might get awkward look like? Working. <laughs> That's how computers work. <laughs> yeah. There is a shit ton of likes, as you've said. I actually did something similar uh, to what you've done. Okay. Um, which, by the way, I, I was thinking as you're playing that the first time through, it sounds like you could make a song out of that. Yeah, you know, it gets very sing-songy like, a few times there. Yeah. Yeah, you could be like, 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 like. <laughs> Um, anyway, 
if you play my uh, this is track uh, one here okay. and uh, that I've given to you and it's the it's just one little uh, you know grouping of likes I think there's 13 or 14 in this little stretch here alone all right this is called lots of likes I was talking to a coworker, like a new coworker of mine who like who's not planning on going home at all which- holy shit Kevin before I play that <laughs> I think I picked this exact same piece up <laughs> And I actually went ahead and put a little ding on every like. I was talking to a coworker, like a new coworker of mine, who like who's not planning on going home at all. Which like to each their like own. I just like I think that's wonderful that they're gonna do that because like that side of the family is like way more involved and like Christmas and like wants to like be together for that time of the year. But I just like. I don't know. I just like always think I'm on like, man, like if I, my, I ever get to that point with my family that I'm like, I'm going to blow my family off for this other, you know, like new family that I'm become a part with. I'm like, that's sad. I, obviously well, you and I both heard that section and that's not abnormal to this show. That's how this woman no. talks. Yeah. And I mean, the show is called this, what, this might get awkward, right? You've got, you've got that wrong every time. It's called, this could get awkward. <laughs> this could get awkward. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I obviously didn't pay attention. No. Uh, this could get awkward. <laughs> so not to be un, not to be outdone by your dinging, I've also redone it with, uh, let's just say an ISO that represents the show. So uh, number two. I was talking to a coworker, like a new coworker of mine, who like who's not planning on going home at all, which like to each their like own. His better half is here and her family and everything is here. And I just like I think that's wonderful that they're gonna do that because like that side of the family is like way more involved and like Christmas and like wants to like be together for that time of the year, but I just like that is that is rather awkward that that clip right there holy shit you and i had the exact same idea we were listening to that we we really did yeah it's almost like we used to you know host this show together it's almost uh, like that in in a different life in a parallel universe this is the very beginning of that conversation when she says she was talking to a new coworker, she says this. I was talking to a coworker, like a new coworker of mine, who like who's not planning on going home at all, which like to each their like own. So when I I pictured this in my head, this woman's at work. She speak. She she just got a new job. She's talking to a new coworker, and I thought, how would that go down? And I came up with this clip. I'll saunter over to the boss's office. Like it's four minutes. To when our meeting's supposed to be, and then I awkwardly walked past myself. <laughs> In a perfect world, that's how that would have gone down. Yeah, I thought you were gonna have like the footsteps. Like I walked to the office. Oh, <laughs> Kevin, as you know, I consider myself kind of a an audio engineer. Okay. You know, I, I do some advanced Foley work. I do some audio editing. It's something I take a lot of pride in. I think I'm very good at it. And I went ahead and I thought, I have this audio of this show that is unlistenable. It's insufferable. It's one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard in my life. Can I turn this into something that's enjoyable to listen to? So I took the actual audio from Sam and Janelle's podcast And I think I've done just that. It's one of my best accomplishments. I think I've created a show that you and I would actually listen to. 
All, All right. right. I mean, this is a lot of buildup. I'm setting myself up for failure here, but check this out. I think you'll agree. I'm a pretty fucking good audio engineer. Uh, does it actually sound like I'm that drunk, though? Just here and there. Okay. Okay. Good. So I've recently moved into... Uh, a Welcome n- to... <laughs> this could get awkward. <laughs> I thought, like, we could have... Uh, like, we just, like, will pass that. I know that uh, I know Andy's brother Joe saw that one coming from a mile away. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, Amazing how much better that sounded. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. God, the way it like builds into the drums. Yeah, it got really good. Brilliant. I have a clip on here that I call the world's worst anecdote. So we talked about how they have these vocal crutches and this vocal fry, but even when they're just having a conversation. It is unlistenable. Listen to this story, and the other woman's like giggling along for some reason. This should not be on a podcast. And then I went into the bathroom, and then um, there were a couple other women in there already. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I went to the I went pee like ten minutes ago. Like I don't <laughs> have to go pee. So I walked into a stall, and I just stood there for like three minutes. <laughs> and then I- and then I flushed the toilet. <laughs> and then I walked out. Pretend, a pretend pee. Yeah, and I washed awesome. my hands. I did a pretend pee. Like, Are these women high? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they might be drinking. I think they hint to that at some point in here, uh, that they're slurring and stuff. But re- regardless, it does not it does not make an entertaining show. No, it's terrible. They talk about at one point something that surprised the shit out of me, having listened to a couple of their episodes. You'll hear it when you edit this. <laughs> <laughs> edit this? They're editing this show? What are they? What could they possibly be editing out? They left in the pretending to pee in a stall story. What the fuck are they editing? They edited out the uh, huge shit she took right after that. That whole story. Uh, she took a shit and then she flushed. The toilet after three minutes of standing there. Uh, that would have been way more interesting. Yeah, I would have listened would've. to that. <laughs> I was uh, shocked to hear that they're editing the show because these are two women who are awkwardly laughing at nonsense and telling boring story after boring story to each other. The, the one that we listened to was about what they were doing for the holidays. And then the one woman gets into what her mom and dad are doing for the holidays as if anyone could possibly give a shit. But even their, even her mom and dad don't give a shit. Why? They wouldn't even be. T- <laughs> it's, it's so disappointing. So Sam, Sam, we, we don't give a fuck about your podcast. Uh, we just want you to come over for, for Christmas and, and spend the day with us. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> this is. From that episode 37 that you did not listen to, I did pick up on an obvious edit. See if you can hear this. Try to like repay parents or like maybe other people who are, you know, like who just like are trying to like. So there's an edit that's obvious because the co-host is giggling in the background and then just abruptly stops. So you could tell that there was something cut out and then they picked it up again. I'm going to zoom in on it so you can you can hear that exact moment. 
maybe other people who are, you know, like who just like. What I find amazing and fascinating by this, I don't know why they needed to edit that part because all of it's garbage. But what's amazing is that where she comes back from the edit are the words, you know, like who just like. (laughs) That's another part I would have left off. If you're already editing shit out, the part where you go, you know, like who just like, that's not words. That's not important. That's not anything. You're not conveying a message with words like that. Uh, well, you know, up in Canada, they spell edit with a U. So, I, I mean, it, it's... You Anything know, goes. Really, Anything goes up not, there. Yeah, it's not the same rule set that, that we follow down here in the States. Fair enough. Sure. Fair enough. I thought it was interesting that the one woman's talking about how her and her boyfriend don't want gifts for Christmas. She's almost offended. Yeah, go ahead. Her boyfriend, Spe- Spe- Spencer. Spencer, yes. Her, very Ugh. good. Her and Spencer don't want gifts for Christmas. She says, she says this. It's just that, like, we don't need anything. What about speech pathology? What do you mean you don't need anything? You can't talk. You're not good at talking. You need, you need help is what you need. We don't need anything. Trust me. You, you don't have uh, it all figured out. Janelle, Janelle, this is your father. Uh, for this for Christmas this year, we're going to get you uh, some speech lessons. Uh, so you stop saying the word like. and uh, I want someone to electrocute her every time she says like. <laughs> Just electroshock <laughs> therapy. Stop fucking saying like. <laughs> Holy shit. It's too goddamn much. <laughs> you know what's funny, Kevin, is that uh, these women might listen to this show. They might not. They might listen to the show and not realize that you do Janelle's father on every episode. It's just, it happens to work out this show that your impression of Janelle's father works, but you always do that. Yeah. I mean, I've done it so many times. Like, you know, there was that time where I'm like, Janelle, uh, you need to stop dressing up like a furry. Yeah. That was go to on the fur cast. That was on the fur cast episode that we did. And there was a time you were talking about my little pony with Janelle. Yeah. I was like, uh, Janelle, this is your father again. Uh, uh, you need to take the, the cock out of your mouth, all right? And listen to me straight here. It's the no end of more. December. I feel like we're doing a Greatest Hits episode. Like oh, These are all <laughs> the best parts of earlier WATPs. Uh, Stuttering John, this is your <laughs> this father. Is, this is Janelle's father. Yeah, this, is Jan- <laughs> this is Janelle's father. I'm sorry I was laughing there. Janelle's father, uh, Stuttering John. You need to stop. Uh, your podcast you are not talented uh you are not uh someone who needs to be heard uh in any way and also stop wearing furry costumes and also uh gi joe is not a show that should be reviewed every week this is they they get into when did you figure out that santa wasn't real and this is a big topic of conversation on their holiday episode so the one host i'm going to guess it's sam says that she was seven when she found out Santa was fake. When? I think I was about, like, seven, maybe? Okay. So she says that in the show early on. Then, later in the show, she asked the co-host how old she was. And listen to what happens here. When did you realize Santa was bullshit? Yeah, that's a good question. Because I want to say I was around, like, 10-ish. Whoa, that's way too late. Was it? Okay, then yeah. maybe. I hope it was earlier. <laughs> Eight? Idiot. I don't know. How old were like how old were you? You never told me. She never told you. 
Why am I listening if you don't have to listen? This doesn't make any sense. She told you earlier in this episode. I even know. That's your friend, and I even know the answer to that. Uh, Fucking idiots. God. So sp- speaking of that, when, how old were you, Carl, when you when you found out that uh, Santa was not real? I don't know. How old are you in, like, ninth grade? 14? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think 14. <laughs> you know how I found out is I was talking to Trump on the phone. And, uh... <laughs> uh, 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 it's, it's Mrs. Trump, Mrs. Trump, um, I actually, <laughs> that, your I actually John. that was my, yeah, that was my <laughs> shitty attempt, uh, yet another <laughs> shitty attempt at a celebrity voice. Uh, <laughs> so I actually remember where I was, uh, when I, when I found out that Santa was not real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an interesting story though, so I'm not going to tell it. Oh, thank um, God. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. See, that's how I help this show out. I don't say anything what, about it. What Kevin just did, Janelle and Sam, is called a filter. He knew the information that he could have said, thought about it for a half a second, and went, this will add nothing to the show. No entertainment value whatsoever. I'm not going to say it. Now, Kevin said that out loud, which is a little bit weird. I wouldn't have gone that route. But this is a very good lesson for you young podcasters out there. Not every thought that enters your head needs to be set into the microphone. Correct. I will write a long and rambling post on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. And you guys can all read that. You, then you'll know exactly, you know, because I know people want to know now. You know, it's I've teased it. But, will you, you, know, will you promise to add that to the, uh, the thread on our sub? <laughs> of course I will. All right. Here is actually this is a nice segue into not having to say everything that comes into your head. Talk about a boring fucking anecdote. This is, I think, Sam explaining how she discovered Santa wasn't real. And again, there are 19 likes in this. My mom just had like horrible, like like the worst hiding places. Like obviously the closet is where you're going to look for first mm-hmm. and foremost, right? Like under the bed or in the closet. Like those are like the two best hiding places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I can remember going into my mom's closet and either finding presents that said, like, to Janelle, love Santa. (laughs) Aww. Or, like... All right, obviously, this is Janelle, not Sam. I'm an idiot. Here we go. (laughs) To Janelle, like, whatever. And, like, I found it, like, way too early. And I can remember, like, confronting my mom about this (laughs) and being like, Mom, what the hell? Santa was already here, like, three weeks in advance. (laughs) And my mom's just like, honey, he just has so many places to go on christmas eve that he has to deliver some of the presents early like she was like she was like trying trying to keep it alive for me kevin i'm not gonna lie i'm no longer in my 20s (laughs) oh really yeah oh all right i think you're in the same boat as me i just Uh, i don't remember to give it away i don't remember being a 20 something and talking about my mommy so much or about what my mommy said to me when I was six. I don't understand. I'm hearing a lot of this on a lot of these podcasts. People in their, well, women, I should say, in their 20s. It's nonstop. Mom says I should do this, and Daddy came over and helped me move. What is going on? Do these kids ever grow up? Aren't you an adult now? You're still talking about your mommy all the time? Uh, yeah, well, it's the generation. It's a, gen- it's a generation. Yeah, I, I love saying that as an old man now. I could yeah. be like this fucking generation, but they're uh, yeah, they're they're very uh, I don't know home home bodies, if you will. They they 
like their family and they're very, you know, uh, they, they love everything that, that, that happened in the past and everything is a is a, a glowing light in their in their past. I don't like these really... assholes with a good childhood. Oh, I had a great yeah. upbringing. Fuck you. Go fuck exactly. yourself. <laughs> Fucking braggart. Oh, exactly. This is you were talking about how they're not fans of children. Well, they're talking about how they're talking about Elf on the Shelf. And they don't have kids yet, but they're not sure that they would do that with their kids. Elf on the Shelf sounds stupid, and I don't think I'm ever going to do it as an adult. Is that the most ironic thing ever? Elf on the Shelf sounds stupid. You sound stupid! You're the one who sounds stupid, dummy! Elf on the Shelf sounds stupid. Even Elf on the Shelf would be like, you guys say way too many likes. Now you're doing your Elf on the Shelf impression. This is the fucking greatest hit. I hope people appreciate this is the greatest hits episode of WATP. They're all coming out for the end of the year, everybody. This is amazing. You uh, guys sound like stupid bitches. I'll be up here on the shelf. <laughs> we have this copy of Harry Potter or the Sorcerer's Stone. One of the things that these women do is, at the end of each episode, they figure out a way for the audience to get involved. So this is their interactive portion of the show. So I guess like happy early holidays to you and like tell us about your holiday woes. All right. So th- in this episode, tell us about your holiday woes. Hit us up on Twitter or our Facebook. Kevin, I checked these places. Nobody has hit them up about their holiday woes. Nobody. Get- There's no interaction going on. Nobody gives a shit. And they do this at the end of every episode. Hey, why don't you tell us about your blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Nobody. Well, I mean, in fairness, did you look it up on Canadian Twitter? Oh, there's a Canadian Twitter? It, yeah, I mean, it's it's completely it's completely different. I checked Black Twitter. Does that count? <laughs> well, it definitely won't be there. It's a good point. Yeah. This is talking about painting the apartment with their parents, and every other word is like, it's as if they're trying to fuck with me. And of course it was like, you know, like, hey, like, I love you. Like, let's catch up a little bit. But it was like, let's get this shit done. Like, we <laughs> yeah. want you to have an incredible place to live. Like, we want yeah. you to be comfortable. Like, we want you to blah, 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 blah. And so, like, my parents are just, like, the greatest people in the world. And they just, like, went gung-ho on it. And, like, I tried to, like, repay them. And you know when you try to, like, repay parents or, like... Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, shut up. Shut it's up. so difficult to listen. This show was so <laughs> difficult to listen to. Oh, yeah, it really was. I don't get uh, headaches you know, that I, often. I had a headache last night listening to this. It was, it's bad. And I, you know, sometimes I've been accused in the past of uh, when I was a regular co-host on the show of not doing a lot of homework, let's say, or putting in a lot of time and pulling clips. Uh, but... Do you have something to say to Andy about that? Continuously, <laughs> 25, 25 minutes of a show, there really was not a lot that you could pull because it was all fucking likes and nonsense that was going on in this. Yeah. I, I was glad, though, uh, when you gave me this show that it was only 25 minutes. I don't know if I could listen to any more of this um, and take less clips than I did. So well, this was a longer uh, episode of theirs. Thank God. There's a little bit of mercy going on. Thank you, ladies for not doing what every other podcast does and putting out an hour and a half long show. By the way, this show will definitely clock in at 90 minutes. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Here is starting a new job. 
you know, I've started a new job now, so that's interesting. I literally, like, don't know what I'm doing every single day. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the interesting part? Yeah, is it shocking to you that this dummy is bad at her job? That doesn't surprise me at all. I have this new job, and I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing I picked up on, Kevin. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, she got a new job. Uh, she's She now writes letters back from the Easter Bunny. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing I picked up out of that is she says the word literally. This is from episode 37. This is a literally comp that I put together. Everything is very literal to these two women. Yeah, because literally, my parents are literal champions. And they literally, like, just like literally anyone. And literally, Whoa. they came up here. Like, he Great. literally told us, like, I'm literally out of the country then. Like, you guys literally had one job. I literally, like, don't know what I'm doing I think it's safe to say that this show was not good. This show was terrible. Yeah. I haven't heard a show this bad since uh, Sammy Shitbag's wrestling show that we listened to last week. <laughs> it's uh, been a while. This is I, proof that these two assholes are definitely a couple of work shitters. That's gross. Do you have like a code that like you won't do number two in public places or like at other people's houses? No, I'll shit anywhere. I have to shit. I'm going to shit. Of course you will. Fucking asshole. Stop shitting at work, people. It's rude. It's very (laughs) inconsiderate. There you have it, everybody. Shitting at work. Um, Is that Dorkles? (laughs) (laughs) There's a little bit of Dorkles in there, yeah. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) Dorkles the Cloud here. I just want to let you guys know that it's totally fine to take shits at work. That's what the toilets are for. That's gross. Oh, well, uh, you could go fuck yourself, Janelle and or Syap. Yeah, there's a couple ISOs in here that were just perfect. Besides the that's gross, there's also this one. I want to, like, blow my brains out. Yep. (laughs) That's the one that sums up the show for me. That's the clip right there. There's this weird ADD moment they have. I don't know who could possibly be listening to this show for real. The one woman's talking about her new job. And then you'll hear that they change the subject to where she lives. And then they talk about moving. And then they change it to a fourth topic all within 20 seconds. And I have no idea who anyone is. I'm just like, I'm just like walking into work. And I'm like, everyone's probably thinking like, are you even allowed to be in (laughs) here? Because we have secret passes or we have like certain codes and everything like that to get into the doors. And I'm like, oh, everyone probably thinks like, who the hell is this girl? And I'm like, oh, I keep forgetting girl. that you live where you live. And I'm so excited every time I remember. I'm like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm going to be there so much. So moving's fun. Can I tell you about my friend's poop? I didn't edit that. That's how this show comes out. That's how they release this show with that fucking nonsense. About my friend's poop. That's gross. That's gross. It's my friend's poopy. Did you pick up on the fact that these women laugh at everything? I love women like that. (laughs) Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Of course you do. You're a stand up. (laughs) You're like, bring your friends to the show. This will be great. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you get to you get to go up there and be like, how about this airline food, huh, people? And everyone's cracking up. Yeah, that's uh, that's the type of people you want at your show, let me tell you. Well, Kevin, I put together a compilation that sounds the opposite of one of your stand-up shows. This is a laugh compilation from these two women. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No idea. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> it's just like the stocking. So <laughs> to be him. <laughs> the children. Which... Aww. You're just a doll. Like what to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Give it. <laughs> And then we were like, um, <laughs> because, yeah, like, <laughs> kid, what? <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, uh, I just want that on a loop. So anytime I say anything, it just, that's what I hear. In the, in the background. All you have to do is pull your pants down and you'll be able to hear that. Ayo! Ayo! <laughs> zinger! <laughs> That's um, another zinger from... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it is awkward. <laughs> this, show, this show is awkward. That They are right on with... Uh, I do... You know what? I'll say that I do like their logo. On their website. <laughs> I love I love it. This is something that everyone should know. Kevin's a very kind-hearted person. He's very different than I am. He doesn't like making fun of people. And you do always find something. Well, I mean, yeah, their show's terrible and they sound like insufferable cons, but that that logo they put together, not bad, man. That's not just like a font you find and download. That this yeah. was hand drawn. It's, you know, as an amateur graphic artist, yeah. uh, it is not a bad uh, logo, but yeah. I, I will put it that way. I know logo is spelled with a U and an E right. in, uh, in Canada, but uh, it is a good logo. And it's it's pronounced logo. <laughs> logo. <sighs> this is that boring conversation I was talking about earlier where the one woman's talking about what her parents do on Christmas, like anyone could give a fuck. All of my grandparents have passed away. So like my parents just like, they either do Christmas like with their own children and grandchildren, or they're just like with friends. And yeah. I'm just like- It's boring oh, as shit. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? And I wish, uh. people, would, I wish people would think about that when they're putting out a show. Oh, whether or not it's boring or not? Yeah, whether someone would want to listen to what you're saying. This is uh, Janelle. Janelle, <laughs> yeah. this is your father. Yeah, yeah, Dad, what's up? This is your. This is my Janelle is impression. Your... Yeah, like Dad, like what's like what's up? Stop saying like first off. Uh, so and the like rest sorry, of Dad. That, your mom and I this Christmas we're not getting together with family. Okay, we uh we are going to have a key party. With our friends, oh, that's when you <laughs> you don't have listen. to elaborate. I, I know what a key party is. Okay, that that's what we're gonna be doing this year. So I think you and Spencer uh, might want to maybe go to uh, Toronto for the weekend. Like... <laughs> uh, thank you, Gilbert, for snapping me out of my shitty impression. Who fucking cares? Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. 
I might stop talking and just use my board and just put drops <laughs> in the rest of the time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, that's all we, I don't know. Do you have any more to talk about with this, uh, with this show? I feel like I'm moving the show along. I don't need to be doing that, but, uh, it, it is your show. No. But, uh, what do you think? Kevin, this is, this is our amazing chemistry that we have. It's the, it's the thing that Opie's <laughs> always talking about. This chemistry that you and I have that no one else. This is the last clip I want to play. And I don't even have anything to say about it. I think it speaks for itself. You know exactly what you're getting yourself into when you hear this show intro. It's not cute. It's not fun. It's not funny. This could get awkward. Wait, those are wait. Did you? (laughs) This could get. Oh, I did it wrong already. (laughs) No, it sounds stupid. Ready? (laughs) This could get awkward. I think that was perfect. (laughs) (sighs) All right, so they're both terrible at podcasting, but at least it's not as bad as. Not Sam wrestling. <laughs> I got to give huge props to butthole weeb on Twitter. Sam Roberts. <laughs> what? You don't want to give but- huge props to butthole weeb? What's your problem? Uh. Sam Roberts does this YouTube show where he takes questions. People will type in questions and he'll respond to them as they come in. And butthole weeb asked him, if he had heard WATP. And this is uh, Sammy Brandmuffin's response to that. Landon Ginn James says, how do you- I'm sorry that this audio was garbage. This is how it came through. So deal with the audio. Listen to the response. Landon Ginn James says, how do you feel about WATP shitting on you? What is WATP? Tell me what WATP is, and I will uh, address that. Lee Benz. Oh, Landon, who are these podcasts? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't mind them shitting on me. I feel like uh, I feel like if I who are these podcasts is a podcast. I don't listen to it, but they just shit on other podcasts. Which it's tough for me to be upset about. A podcast that I feel like was inspired by Jocktober, which was a bit that I kind of had a lot to do with on the old Opie and Anthony show. Like, if I had that much to do with Jocktober and then got upset that somebody was shitting on something I was doing, it would make me a tremendous hypocrite. So, uh, I can't, I can't really be mad at them. You know, I don't like it when people say bad things about me. So I'm not going to listen because I'm not a masochist. Wow. Props to Sam for totally understanding where this is all coming from. Yeah, if only, you know, some others like Stuttering John could could take a, a page out of this book, out of the Sam book. And, it's amazing and, and... how comedians have no sense of humor. I, quote, unquote, comedians have no sense of humor. One of those people who has no sense of humor about what we're doing is a man named Brother Weeze. And I bring that up because our friend Opie took a road trip to Rochester in order to be on the Brother Wee show. And Kevin, you know what that means. It's time for Opie Radio. So this is 
a weird thing that they did. Did you listen to Opie's most recent episode? Yes, I listened to uh, as much as I could stomach of him going to Rochester and and the fun that ensued with going up to see Brother Weez. Last week, I played clips from the road trip episode where it's him and Carl in the car and this guy, Rob, in the car driving to Rochester. In this episode, it starts off with them getting up in the morning, getting back in the car again, driving to Weez's studio. And then the entire episode is the actual Brother Weez show. They just took the audio from the Brother Weez show the exact audio and put it out as their own show. Who would do something like that? Just taking an appearance from someone else's show and putting that out as your own show. (laughs) Who would possibly ever. Anyway, I didn't pull a lot of clips from that because I kind of have a weird rule on this show. I've always said I don't have rules. I do. I have one rule. I don't shit on local shows. I shit on Vinny a little bit. I shit on Weeze a little bit, but I, I, I don't clip local shows and talk about them it's just not something we do here i don't know why all right everyone I, needs to have a, uh, a line i guess all i'm right. not even sure why i'm not even sure why but <laughs> what opie did was when they weren't on the show he pulled out a zoom recorder and was recording the conversations they were having either going up the elevator or talking to Weez during the commercial break so it was the actual show and then all the banter that goes on in between and one of the things that happens in between during the commercial break, Weez is talking about his father. And this is the setup to a joke Opie tells, where Weez is talking about how his father liked black women. My father preferred women of color? Really? Yeah. Good for so him. Okay, so Weez says, my father preferred women of color. And Weez is a, how old is he, 70-something, 80-something? I don't know. Yeah, he's 71, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not the way you and I would say that. But that's how we said it to Opie. And Opie, being adult, uh, gets that in his head and then makes a joke that even Carl Ruiz is like, oh, come on, man. And Marvin, who knows if you'll run into him, used to pick him up and take him for blowjobs. I wasn't doing that. Wow. He would take him out of the home in his 80s to go get blowjobs. He, lo- he loved the color girls. He lived a great life. And the color girls sick. go, doop, 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 doop. Oh, jeez. Did you get to that part? <sighs> no, I didn't. He oh, starts God. singing Lou Reed from the 60s. Like, we, don't, we don't say colored girls anymore, Opie. And that's, not yeah. a, that's not a funny joke or reference. This guy's so fucking out of it. God. I just I love the fact that he thinks that this off air yeah. stuff is is worthy of being on the air. Like that's the whole thing. Like the hang, bro. Yep. That's the his hang. whole premise. And I don't fucking understand why he thinks that that is gold. It's uh, it's not. It's, in fact, listen to this mundane conversation. This is be this is they get up in the morning. Carl Ruiz was out all night, so he's tired. And Opie's all perky and, and ready to go. I'm going on the Wii show. Wee! It's not that impressive. Kevin and I have been on the Wii show. It's not that impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they're going to have us. <laughs> anyway, so this is just the mundane conversation. They went to Jeremiah's the night before. And Opie says this. That's a great story, brah. Yeah, we're getting into the car to drive over to uh, Brother Wee's. 
Let me get my coat. No, but the wings over there were awesome, man. Oh, they were and, awesome. and we tweeted out, like, one tweet that we're going to be at Jeremiah's. And how many people showed up for real? Like, 25, 30 people. 25, 30 people. Right? Opie says, they tweeted out they're going to be at Jeremiah's. 25, 30 people showed up. They went to Jeremiah's on Sunday at 5.30. The middle of football games, the 4 o'clock games. There's going to be 30 people in Jeremiah's regardless of whether fucking Dopey and Carl are there. That's fucking idiot. Thinks that, he's like, whoa, this place is packed. Holy shit. Look at me. I'm fucking, I'm a big deal. People are like, shh, watching the Steelers game over here. Shut the exactly, fuck yeah. up. No one gives a shit that no he's there. No one gives they want the a wings. shit. So then Opie, this is just such a great clip because this is Opie in his typical radio guy mode where everything's the best and amazing. And remember, his best friend at this point is Carl Ruiz, who's this chef who knows everything about food. He's on the Food Network. And Opie says this. Oh, the oh at Jeremiah's? Right. What happened? I forgot a lot. The best bar food I've ever had in my life. The tater tots are awesome. What do they do with those tater tots? Oh, they put angel wings in them. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Bacon, blue cheese, pump cheese. Awesome. It was amazing. It was. I could honestly say that it could have been the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Okay. This is a boy who cries wolf scenario right here. I can't believe anything that Opie says. Yeah. The best thing he ever ate in his life were tater tots from Jeremiah's. I live down the street from Jeremiah's, Kevin. I've been there many times. I've actually eaten tater tots there before. He's full of fucking shit. They come in frozen in a giant bag. They deep fry them, and then it's on the table. Next thing you know, and you eat. tater tots are amazing. Don't get me wrong; they're great. I love tater tots. What the fuck is he talking about? The best thing he ever ate are tater tots from Jeremiah's. This is a classic, and not to dump on Wheeze at all, but yeah. this is a classic Wheeze move. It is. He got this right from his book. John DeTulio got this from Wheeze. Not to get too fucking inside Rochester. But it's it's all the same shit. They have to talk about whatever place hooked them up with free food. They have to talk about it like it was the greatest thing that ever happened in their lives. Exactly. It's exactly the same story uh, from anybody who's kind of been a disciple of, of Brother Wheeze and seven. And not to, to his fault because Brother Wheeze has, has obviously built a very successful career. Right. You know, not on the back of, of promoting places like that, but that's just his thing. That's that's how he is. You hear about a lot of restaurants that way. I've heard about a lot of restaurants that way when I lived in Rochester, uh, just due to the fact that Wee's like them. So I mean, it, it it is successful on that grounds. But if you're a a podcaster not from this area, you plugging Jeremiah's does absolutely nothing. For anyone else who's listening to your fucking podcast. Well, it does, it does worse than nothing, because think about it. This is a guy who goes to Gebhardt's. He wore his Gebhardt's hat onto the Wee Show. Talked about Gebhardt's again on the Wee Show. He nonstop. Go to Gebhardt's. Tell him Opie sent you. They got the best food there. And then he goes to a place called Jeremiah's. By the way, there's five locations of Jeremiah's in Rochester. It's not like this amazing place that you get to go to once a century. This is a fucking mundane sports bar he, Opie goes in and says, the best bar food he ever ate in his life. Meanwhile, he's going to Gebhardt to go, this place has the best burgers. Like, I'm not believing any of this. And the same thing with Wheeze. When he talks about a place or John Atulio or something, they're talking about, oh, we went to this fucking restaurant last night. It was slamming. It was so great. I'm not believing a fucking word of it. Nobody else should be either. You're a yeah. fucking dolt if you're believing these things. Well, 
you know, I was just thinking too, doesn't Opie have a brother that owns a sports bar? <laughs> That's doesn't a good he? point. Yes. So apparently Jeremiah's is his better food overall than his brother's bar. Why can't his brother figure out how to cook tater tots? Come on, <laughs> Opie's brother. You can well, do it. Named off, he named off a bunch of cheeses. What the fuck was the last cheese that he said? I, I think pump. I think Carl Ruiz was fucking with him. Oh. At this point, Carl, who I think is a funny guy, is on four hours of sleep. And Opie is all perky, like, hey, we're ready to do the show. We're doing a podcast right now. And Carl's just like, yeah, food is fucking amazing, dude. Whatever. Like, he, he wanted nothing to do with that conversation. Yeah. And then Opie tries to get them all talking about something fun for his podcast. He's asking everyone in the car what their favorite porn category is. So he asked Robert, the driver, what's his favorite porn category. And then Opie lands a joke that makes zero sense. But that doesn't stop him from laughing his ass off at his own joke, as usual. What, what kind of porn you watch? GBW Dorfs. <laughs> Six on one. <laughs> Naked midget tossing. <laughs> Robert clicks on those uh, porn categories where the computer talks back to you and just goes, Really? <laughs> So the, the, here's how jokes work. Kevin, I'll explain this to you. It has to have some type of realism to it so people can relate to the joke. And maybe it's far-fetched or sarcastic, but it has to be something baked in a real experience people have had in order for it to be funny. Opie says, this guy clicks on porn categories where the computer goes, really? That's not how computers work. That's not how porn sites work. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that. That's just made up nonsense. That's stupid. Yeah, that that makes absolutely zero sense at all. I don't know where what he was going for there, but uh, you know, it's Opie, and it's uh, he's Ulster. fucking famous. So he's very famous. Yeah, he's uh, he loves his tater tots, and fuck, he uh, he no, can no, promote no, no, the no, shit no. out of your bar. Not just not just tater tots. Jeremiah's tater tots. Jeremiah's is the best bar food. You're going to find ugh, nothing against Jeremiah's. I actually eat there often. It's just, it's just yeah. not the best food. It's just, it's not, it's, it's not that great. I've never once raved about Jeremiah's food to anyone, let alone on a show with tens of people listening. <laughs> this is going back to episode 61. John Warren on, on Twitter hit us up and he said, you gotta, you gotta pull this clip. This is amazing. And he did some hunting for us, so I really appreciate that. They're doing this read for this mattress. And it's Opie and Carl doing this live read together. And they're talking about Carl's mattress. You know, he lives in that cabin in the woods in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. He's talking about how Carl's mattress sucks. And Carl makes a joke about his mattress not being good for when he has girls over. And this is, this is a joke. It's pretty good. Like every girl that wakes up in my place has like an awful neck cramp or her ear. She gets cauliflower ear like a wrestler. <laughs> that may not be from the match, but it's just. Uh... She gets cauliflower ear like a wrestler. It's a very oh, funny man. joke because you can picture what's going on. Wrestlers are getting their heads like shoved into the mat. And I went to a high school where it was a very prominent wrestling school. I think you did, too. I did. So I, I have friends with cauliflower ear. It was, a, it was a thing. And that's a funny joke. Immediately after he says that, 
Opie has to repeat the joke, but in a way that makes zero sense. This is not even a thing. <laughs> that may not be from the match, but it's just, uh, you know, it's like she wakes up with MMA years. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's, what is wrong with this guy? Carl lands a decent joke off the cuff, and this fucking dummy says, <laughs> so she wakes up with MMA ears? And, you know, Carl, again, I don't know how long he's going to last on the show, goes, yeah, exactly, right, that's it. This is the one clip I pulled from the Brother Wee show. Opie knows his place, and again, he goes back and forth on this kind of stuff. This is him talking about Carl Ruiz's cabin. Carl Ruiz lives in a cabin in the woods, and they're talking about that. And uh, the guy listens to Opie's podcast. He brings this up. Yeah. Didn't you do the first podcast from Yes. Yeah. yeah, Westwood One wasn't happy with me. <laughs> they wanted me to, to have this big splash and, and do a podcast you're, in front of a lot of right. But I honestly know, know my place these days. I, I, I didn't think I had the audience to pull that off. And I said, I want to do it my way. So I did it from his creepy right. cabin. So Opie has told us that it was crazy he got fired from SiriusXM. They were putting up big numbers. His show had never been better. He had Vic Henley on there, Shrot Small, two hilarious gentlemen. So then he says... When I debuted my podcast, here, Opie hasn't been heard of, heard from for 10 months. I debuted my podcast. Westwood One wanted me to put on a big show, but I knew that I couldn't get anyone to come out to the show, so I just did it from Carl's Cabin in the Woods. Which fucking is it, Opie? You can't have it both ways all the time. He always wants it both ways all the fucking time. Yeah, I, it, it's a very good point. He, I just think he, you know, he's... He's used to that spotlight or, or whatever perceived spotlight that he had when it, his show was at the height of popularity, you know, when Opie and Anthony was huge. It was huge. It was huge. And it, it has fallen yeah. very far. Yeah. Opie has fallen. Yeah. I mean, everyone on that show has fallen pretty far, but Opie especially. Yeah. Well, you know, people are going to jump all over your ass now because they're like, he laps up uh, Anthony's balls. That's what everyone says on the uh, on the Reddit board. But, I've noticed uh, that they, they say that yeah. on Twitter, too. And also in my email, <laughs> on my voicemail. I get that a lot. But did I just say they've all fallen far? Did I just say that? <laughs> I mean, I could have sworn I just you know, said that. That kind of shit doesn't last forever. That kind of fame does not sustain itself for Well, that was a eternity. that was a time when Opie was being real. He said, Westwood wanted me to put on this big show. I knew I couldn't draw. Do you know why he knows that? In right. the time between him getting fired and starting the podcast, he was doing these pop-up live shows on Facebook Live from Carl's restaurant, from different places, and there would be Four or five people who would show up to these things wearing Opie t-shirts. It was the saddest, most pathetic thing you've ever seen. There were maybe 60 people watching it live on Facebook at a time. He had fallen so far in just a couple of years since Anthony left. I don't know anyone who kept listening to that show after that. It got terrible. No, Yeah, I, I remember, God, this is quite a few years ago. I was still living in Rochester and... Jim Norton had come through and was performing at the local comedy club. Yeah. And uh, he used to come up. Uh, Opie used to come up when when Jim would be performing in Rochester. I was there. It was the, I, the one in uh, Webster you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he would come up and 
would stand by Jim. So after the show, yeah. Jim would come out and, and sign autographs or whatever. And I uh, take pictures with people. You know, he, that's a lot of the comedians do that. And uh, Opie would stand near Jim, but not try and advertise that Opie, he was Opie. And he wanted to be recognized. Yeah, it's such yeah. a narcissistic move <laughs> yeah. to do some shit like that, where where it's clearly everyone is there to see Jim Norton. No one really gives a shit about. I mean, no one really ever gave a shit about Opie to begin with. But to to try and glom onto that, that's that's kind of the point I'm sort of trying to make here is that he hangs around with very funny people, and then through osmosis is trying to be funny himself, and then that's gross. Yeah, osmosis is gross. There's uh, uh, there's an ISO I pulled from Opie and an earlier clip that I played that I will be playing nonstop on this show. That's a great story, brah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple uh, of, of clips that are yeah. very Carl centric. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, uh, there, there's uh, there's two of them I think there. All right, that that is the definition of a couple. Uh, this is the one that I already played, and I meant to play this on our intro. I, I meant to say, I'm your host, yeah, And I forgot. There's too much shit going on. You know, I can only write so many notes on my iPad. But yeah, this is Opie once again talking to Carl Ruiz, just way over the top. Call! Bringing way too much energy for 7 a.m. All right, let's listen to this other ISO that you pulled. I, I don't have this. Good for you, Carl. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. Is that them in the could... elevator or the lobby? I think you, that Carl. was the elevator ride up. Ugh. But uh, I, I want you to, you know, to keep that one and just put it on your phone because it's a good, it's uplifting. Anytime you uh, text you can... me, I'll make sure that that's my alert. Good for you, Carl. Yeah. Good for you, Carl. I'll hear that twice a year. <laughs> I want to point you out. I want to point out that. When this episode started, this episode 68 with Opie on Weez's show, it starts off with Joey playing voicemails because they love their voicemail line that they have. Yeah. This is such a fucking downer. It's such a weird way to start off this, whoa, bro, we're hanging out with Weez, bro, kind of morning show. Listen to this. Hey Opie, this is a JW on Twitter um, from Greenville, South Carolina. Just want to thank you and Carl and Joey and, and, and the rest of the crew. Um, I had one of the most interesting years of my life. Uh, wife got breast cancer, mother had a stroke, and now has kidney and heart failure and all this stuff going on all at the same time. And like your show and uh, has been. I don't know. I like a break for me. I, I appreciate it. I've listened to it in the ICU with mom and when Julie was going through her stuff. So it, it's, it's appreciated, man. So this is a r- ringing endorsement for Opie. It's perfect for the ICU. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what, what kind of way to start a show is that? <laughs> the, the intensive Kazaroo unit. <laughs> 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 You know what I want to do with the ICU is I want to have a drinky poo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Joey has to respond to every voicemail for some reason. So listen to his response to this guy who's had every bad thing happen to him possible. Thank you. God bless you, JW. We appreciate your support. 
I sympathize or even empathize what you're going through. I've gone through some hard times myself. But remember something, JW. This too shall pass. God bless, brother. Have a happy new year. As hard as that's going to be. Let's go to Greg. Good morning, everybody. It's nice and early in Rochester, New York. Is that a weird fucking segue? The guy went through every bad thing that can happen. And then Joey comes on and goes, I, I got uh, empathy for you. I had a similar thing. And then this super over-the-top cheesy 90s radio sound effect of someone getting in a car crash and flying through the windshield or some shit. <clears throat> what, what the fuck was that? There's a total disconnect in what's going on on this show. They don't know what they're trying to do. They don't know what they're trying to be. Are they trying to be a let's all hug it out, we're all buddies show? Are they trying to be a fucking 90s morning zoo i can't think i can't figure out what the fuck they're doing i sympathize i empathize <laughs> hell i even i even jazzercise right <laughs> with your with is, your plight buddy is that joey or janelle's dad i can't tell that this is whatever that asshole was at the beginning of the opie podcast show right there <laughs> i sympathize with you bro I thought that was a really awkward voicemail to play. Typically what they do is they play voicemails that just kiss their balls. Just people saying, oh, your show is so amazing. I can't get enough of it, which is super annoying. By the way, people left us voicemails, and uh, here's one that I enjoyed. I was a huge Howard fan when he first um, went on Sirius with Artie and, just, uh, and then got tired of the show, so I became a huge Open Anthony fan. Long story short... I saw you were going for the um, Sam Roberts wrestling podcast today, which I, I, I can't stand wrestling anyway. And I have mixed feelings about Sam Roberts. And uh, you've become my new uh, Howard Stern show, even though it's once a week. So uh, that's why getting through this voicemail, it's like getting on a Howard Stern freaking voicemail. Like, it's my favorite show, and I'm obsessed with radio. Oh, we're his favorite show, wow. Kevin. You're the new Howard Stern. That's what I've been oh. telling all my friends. No one will listen to me, but that's what I've been saying <laughs> nonstop. Uh, you're so humble. I'm actually insufferable at this point. <laughs> Let's play another voicemail from the same person who then called back to tell me that uh, Sam Roberts knows that his podcast sucks. I think his, he knows his wrestling podcast is just for little kids. That's why he acts like one. I, I, he knows he's, he's, he's smarter. I think that you might give him credit for maybe, but you're you're the man, dude. So I wouldn't fuck with you. I'm not calling out your intelligence anyway. Fast forward noise. I can already hear it. I got so much I'd like to say. But I'm gonna end it now. Thanks for the fucking great show, man. I just look forward to it every week. I, I just uh, it should be the number one show. Obviously, it's fucking ridiculous. All right, have a good one. I feel the same way this guy does. It should be the number one show. It's fucking ridiculous. It this really is not is the number one show. Ridiculous. Joe Rogan, who the fuck is that? I should be the number one show. <laughs> All right, this guy left me a few voicemails. This is the last one I'm going to play from him. And I have a couple of comments about this particular section of the voicemail. So when you guys ripped me last time, I... I Put this in context. He left us a voicemail before that we played... And I guess we analyzed that he might have depression or something. So that's what this is about. 
So when you guys ripped me last time, I, I um, didn't even want to tell my sister about it. Because or my girlfriend, because you guys nailed me so bad about being depressed. You guys had me right on, and to, to dissect someone that quickly, it, I don't know how you don't analyze yourself all day and just. And I can fix you saying because it's something called self confidence, some bullshit like that. But uh, you, you're fucking amazing at fucking psychoanalyzing people. <laughs> you enjoyed this, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, it's you so know, ridiculous. 90% of 90% of the country is depressed. So, I mean, the odds. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that hard. You know, right. Well, two things that I want to say. First off, he says, I didn't want to tell my sister and then takes two beats to say, I mean, my girlfriend, which I find yeah. disturbing. Don't get me wrong. I watched that video this morning, but that is a weird thing to mess up. I've never once been talking about my wife. And use my sister's name. So you, I, when you watched that video earlier, did you click on the category that said, really? Really, Carl? You want to watch oh, sister oh, porn? Really? Oh. <laughs> Good one. The other thing I want to say about that part is he says, how do you not go around analyzing yourself all day? And maybe it's because you have self-confidence. This is not the case. I actually analyze myself all day long and it fucking sucks it's gotten to the point kevin where people at work listen to the show and they start picking up on things that i say in meetings and telling me wow carl you sure do say this a lot and all i have in my head all the time is don't say exactly right don't say interesting to note there are certain things that people have told me i say over and over again and i'm constantly it's not easy. It's not a fun thing. It's not easy being Carl. Is that what you're saying? Well, the problem is, is that I go out there and I say, this cunt says like a lot. And then, of course, people are going to say, yeah, but you say this and you say that and you suck too. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. I understand that's people's <laughs> response to it. It does make sense. But but don't think that I'm just like gliding by without even thinking about this shit. I am. I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm overly aware. All right. So then we got a voicemail from another gentleman. And when I say a voicemail, I mean four voicemails over seven minutes time. I'm not going to play you all of it, but this is our friend Noah requesting a specific show. Hey, review Sleepy Cats. Uh, I think it's called Le Rancid Red Boca. It's cringy. It's funny. I fucking love it. And I think you will enjoy shitting on it. So do it. So review that shit. Sorry I'm drunk and I cannot talk properly. This guy is very drunk. And he very much wants us to review Sleepy Cast, which he also calls Sleepy Cabin a few times. He calls back a few times in a row. In this next call, he talks about paying us to review this show. I'm calling you again because I really, really, really fucking want you guys to review Sleepy Cast, the episode La Ranta Red Boca, specifically. I understand I'm drunk, and I sound drunk, but fucking review it. Please, 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 please. 
That'd be the best content I'd ever saw, and I'll fucking pay you for it. <laughs> That'd be the best content he ever saw. Yeah, I and he will pay us for it. So then my ears perk up. I'm like, oh, what are we talking about? Well, he gets into that on this next clip. I'll give you 10 bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll fucking PayPal you your ass yeah. 10 bucks. He'll <laughs> PayPal us 10 bucks. review that shit. Okay. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, okay. At least for me. <laughs> Please uh, review Sleepy Cabin. Oof. I mean, I ain't going to pay you till you do it, but... <laughs> He's Please working out. It, he's I working out terms. Pay I'll pay you net thirty. <laughs> On my mother's grave. Well, at least he probably was at his mother's grave, so I have to do a, a credit check on him. Carl, if you do this show, I'll pay you ten bucks via PayPal, and I'm not going to pay until you do it, but I will pay. And then I start. I got to thinking about this because Kevin, between you and me, ten bucks is not really worth the time I put into one of these shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that would work out to a. Uh, Way less than minimum wage, even in the 70s, if I were to do that. But then I started to think, could I do some kind of auction-based system to determine which show we'll do next? Like, hey, this guy wants us to do Sleepy Cats for $10. Do I hear $20? Anybody have $20? You have $30. Who's got $30? What do you want to hear? You want to hear that? $30. All right. This is uh, him calling back again, admitting that uh, he has a drinking problem. Yeah, listen to it, review it, make a podcast about it. Please, please, please. It says, fuck, I need to stop drinking. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I need to stop drinking. (laughs) Uh, So that was uh, Noah who, who called in and requested Sleepy. Oh, shit. You know what? I actually have one more track from him. Uh, all right, last track from Noah. Look, can I can uh, I guess what it is? <laughs> uh, what? Hey, is <laughs> you guys review Sleepy Cat <laughs> podcast? Oh, fuck it, so drunk. Uh, it, when you do it, I'll pay you ten dollars <laughs> for it. Oh, it's it'll be so. Oh, so good if you all right oh, god i gotta stop fucking drinking is Let, uh, so, let's find out here we go here's the final clip uh do not put my uh full email name in call me uh fuck rumpus that's a good name yeah fuck rumpus that's what you you should call me. Oh, did I say Noah? I mean, I don't know who this guy is. It must be <laughs> Fuck Rumpus. Thank fuck, you, Fuck Rumpus. Fuck Rumpus. Fuck Rumpus sent us multiple emails as well and did explain that he was blackout drunk when he left those voicemails, which I find interesting because he'll be hearing those for the first time when he <laughs> listens to WATP. <laughs> If you think about that, we're now we're now logging people's memories <laughs> on this show. It's official. Yeah. Speaking of official, Kevin, you and I did the official podcast. That is true. We, re- we reviewed that, and then they reviewed us, uh-huh. and then I went on their show as a guest, and Dick and I talked about this. I was on a bonus episode. In fact, bonus episode number twenty-two, and. Most people probably have not heard that because it's behind a paywall. 
So I thought I'd just pull a couple quick clips from my uh, my time on the official podcast. And this is a good show. It's, it's well worth listening to. There's a lot going on here. But this is just the very beginning when they're introducing me. And what's cool is that Kaya asked me to be on the show and wanted it to be a surprise to his other co-hosts. They had no idea that I was going to be the guest on the show. But anyway, this is how it uh, started off. Carl has reviewed our podcast and uh, wasn't, didn't give us a very favorable review, now did you? <laughs> hey, listen, guys, I, I apologize. I have to walk my dog during this. Is that cool? It's <laughs> cool with that. So that was a, uh, a throwback to the David Cross interview yeah. that we talked about. So they opened up the show saying, Carl, you reviewed our show and you didn't like it very much. So I had to put this in context for them. To, to be honest, if you've listened to WATP, I, I think Kaya is a fan. You guys got one of the more favorable reviews on our show. Really? We tend, we tend to find podcasts to be mostly insufferable. Which was the case today. I think that, Kevin, you and I were actually pretty good to the official podcast. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because it wasn't totally fucking horrible. And I love Kaya's voice. I mean, right. shit. It's awesome. So. Well... Speaking of Kaya's voice, I am the Segway fucking master today. I can't help it. <laughs> I don't like to tease guests who will be on the show because I did that one time with Market Polito and he fucking bailed on me at the last second. But next week on WATP, next weekend, we have Kaya coming on to guest host with us on WATP. I know. I'm super stoked about this. <laughs> and Kai and I will be reviewing a podcast, and here is uh, a section of our show that everybody loves. It's known as the teaser. This is a clip from the podcast that Kaya and I will be reviewing. It sounds a little something like uh, uh, this. When we got when we got to the sixth episode, the finale, we realized. If we took away the intro outro and and ran them as one movie, it actually played the best. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we think of it in a lot of different ways. It's an album, it's a TV show, it's a movie. It could be a Broadway play. It could. It is practically. <laughs> yeah. Well, the live show is very uh, rock opera esque presentation of the of oh, the material that's awesome. as well. Yeah. That sounds super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now. They can maybe one upping, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen's on Broadway mm -hmm. right now doing his show. I don't think he has any, any Who's lights that? and magic. Yeah. Uh, he's an old <laughs> singer songwriter. Kevin, do you know whose voice that was that you just heard? I do. Yeah, it didn't take me too long to figure it out, but okay. that does sound like. Uh, can I reveal it, or do you want to reveal? Please, it? please do. It sounds like uh, Tenacious D. That was Jack Black and Kyle Gass yeah. from Tenacious D. We're going to be reviewing a podcast called the H3 Podcast. And I picked episode 97 because I find Jack Black to be very douchey. So I thought that'd be a fun one yeah. to review. This was a suggestion that came in from Samurai Blues on Twitter. The H3 Podcast. Are you familiar with this show, Kevin? I It sounds kind of familiar, but uh, enlighten it's, me. It's a huge show. This guy has, this guy, I think it's a guy and a gal. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. They have these huge guests on every single week. They have big celebrities on. And then from time to time, shitty celebrities like Tenacious D. But they have big celebrities on. And Kaya and I are very excited to listen to the show and figure out what's going on here. Why is this such a big show? 
I just want to say one last thing before oh, yeah, we kind of wrap yeah. up here. Yeah, sure. So, so you have anything to plug, Kevin? Do you want to promote anything? <laughs> no, no. But I was wondering, like, what do you think the the over under is for the, this? Is about Opie's podcast, right? So we listened to what, episode sixty eight, yep. right? So next week is sixty nine. What is the over under on whether or not there will be a sixty nine joke in that episode when he announces it? I happen to know for a fact, and I thought this would be out by now. He puts out two episodes a week. I thought for sure, I know that they were hanging out at Max's at Eastman Place and recording a show with Weez and Opie and Carl. There is a 100% chance that they make a 69 joke. (laughs) Now, the question that I pose to you, Kevin, is what are the chances they dip into that well seven times? Will they make seven sixty-nine jokes on episode number sixty-nine? Eesh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with like four times. Oh, okay. So you're taking the under on it because I've set the over/under at seven. You're okay. saying yeah. Four. I'm gonna say under. All right. In that case, I will take the over. At at a seven, we push. If it goes eight or more, you owe me ten dollars via PayPal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And if it goes under, then I will pay you $10 net 60 terms via PayPal. All right. Or maybe Venmo. Venmo. Yeah, I prefer Venmo or Apple Pay, but uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, wow. We've covered a lot here, Kevin. We we sure have. We've covered a lot. Well, I don't think I have anything else to say. This show was sponsored by our merchandise. If you go to Podcast Row... Under We Have Merch, because our show starts with a W, which wasn't a great idea in retrospect, (laughs) we don't show up on the list of podcasts, and you can't even scroll down far enough to get to us. (laughs) Can we we rename the show Aardvark Presents Who Are These Podcasts? It's the A1 Podcast Show, starring your friend Carl. Anyway, if you go to our merchandise page, we have lots of funny new shirts and sweatshirts and girl shirts that have actual reviews of our show on them. And uh, I can I can read you an example or two. Uh, this one says, nothing worse than a dumb nerd. But my favorite one is, uh, it has a one-star review and it says, this is horrible. Makes me want to listen to Opie. And I hate Opie. <laughs> That's a fun one. Do they have the two-word just shit sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) We should. So we have a lot of new shirts with our one-star reviews, and that is the one thing I didn't segue into well, but I am now. Let's read some of our new reviews on iTunes. (laughs) I wish you would end up the way the segue owner did. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. All right. This is from December 28th. Jerry Too Scary says, in response to the Sam Roberts show, as a fan of wrestling and WATB, you guys come off as pretty ignorant, of course. But Sam's show is really the bottom of the barrel when it comes to wrestling podcasts. It's easily the most boring, droning show I've ever heard. Besides yours. Five stars. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, This one is, I can't believe this crap. How can a podcast exist that has no appreciable format 
and the misinformed hosts talk over each other constantly. Can't believe the hosts evaluate podcasts that are way better than theirs and judge them on parts of one episode. It's obviously total jealousy. Can't believe Opie from ONA is actually a part-time host on the show. Well, <laughs> give this a listen and you'll see it's like slowly going down to look at an accident. It's total garbage. P.S. Keep up the good work, Carl. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So that's from Hey Chris on December 28th. Thank you for that. All right, Kevin. I, I feel like we're, again, sprinting a marathon here together. We've, we've ended the show 20 times now. We, we've covered a lot. I got six more voicemails, and then we got to call it quits. We've no. covered more than <laughs> than Peter North in one movie. Joe! Joe! <laughs> Kevin, I have to get the fuck out of here because, <laughs> because the Sabres are playing tonight, and that means I need to make a trip to Tavanooch to, uh, to watch the game. But thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's been a blast uh, co-hosting with you yet again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, You're everyone. You're not charismatic. This dude is fucking corny. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Masturbate. Don't say shit for attention. It's not cute.